For the first time, scientists at the University of Minnesota have successfully transplanted kidneys that have been rapidly frozen for preservation into mice. The team hopes this technique could work for human organs one day. Currently, organ donations are limited in part because organs can only survive for a short time outside the body. This is Pulse Check. I'm Katherine Ellen Foley. The Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers of America, the leading pharmaceutical lobbying group, joined drug makers Merck and Bristol-Myers Squibb in suing the federal government over the drug pricing negotiation program within the Inflation Reduction Act. Pharma and other advocacy groups filed a complaint in a district court in Texas, arguing that Congress failed to follow due process and that the program unfairly penalizes companies with its excise tax on drugs whose prices have increased faster than inflation. Democratic and Republican lawmakers in the House and Senate are urging the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to revise a rule it proposed in December regarding Medicare Advantage plans. The plans, which cover roughly half of the Medicare population, are run by private insurance companies and require healthcare providers to get their approval before administering certain treatments. CMS's proposed rule would require Medicare Advantage plans to modernize their prior authorization process, but lawmakers say the agency should include more provisions to ensure a timely authorization process. And on July 1st, Georgia will become the first state in five years to add a work requirement for certain beneficiaries to receive Medicaid. Robert King is here to explain how the change in Georgia will be an important test case for conservative governors and lawmakers who believe that Medicaid programs have become too expansive. Thanks for having me. Let's jump right into it. What is happening in Georgia on July 1st? On that date, Georgia will launch its Pathways to Coverage program. And there's a lot to unpack here. The program is a partial expansion of Medicaid coverage under the Affordable Care Act. It will ensure that people who earn up to 100% of the federal poverty level get Medicaid coverage. Now, this is less than a full expansion, which is for people that earn up to 133% of poverty level. But the program comes with some caveats. The biggest and most controversial, obviously, is that there is a requirement for the people who enroll to complete 80 hours a month of either work, training, education, or volunteer work to ensure that they keep their Medicaid benefits. And there is also a small premium surcharge that's going to be attached as well for people that get coverage. Okay, so how does this work requirement program different from other states that have tried it? So first, a little bit of background. So the Trump administration granted waiver approvals to 13 states to set up their own work requirements, which mirrored Georgia in terms of the number of hours that a beneficiary had to complete and the different types of work they needed to do, such as training or employment. However, the states that got the waiver already had expanded Medicaid, and Georgia has not expanded Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. So that's a very big difference, and it played a part in the legal battle that surrounded this waiver. So the Trump administration approved the waiver in late 2020, and CMS, under the Biden administration, tried to rescind that approval once it got into power in 2021. However, a federal judge sided with Georgia, noting that this program will expand coverage despite the work requirement provisions in there. It includes a partial expansion of Medicaid. 
how does Medicaid eligibility, how do these redeterminations have impact on the work requirement implementations? Quick background on the Medicaid eligibility redeterminations. States got an enhanced federal match to their Medicaid payments at the start of the pandemic if they agreed to not let anyone drop off of the Medicaid rolls for the duration of the COVID-19 public health emergency. Last year, Congress passed a bill that ensured that process of redetermining eligibility could start on April 1st. And states have been doing this for the past couple of months. The problem is, as I've talked to some advocates on the ground in Georgia, is that state systems that are required to do Medicaid redeterminations are already stressed from that endeavor, and they have to to start also creating and implementing this new program for work requirements. So there is some concerns that this could, in terms of one advocate, stress a system that is already pretty stressed. And do we think that this program could have any impact on national health care or Medicaid in other states? Yeah, so that is why the Georgia program is being watched so intently, I think, across the country. It is only the second state to fully adopt Medicaid work requirements following Arkansas in 2018, which had the work requirement program up and running until a federal judge struck it down in 2019. So Medicaid work requirements is a policy priority still for Republicans. As you recall, House Republicans tried to include work requirements in the debt ceiling package that passed Congress earlier this year. They were unsuccessful, but some Republican lawmakers that I talked to recently said that they are hoping that Georgia can serve as a model for other states to adopt this type of approach. Well, thank you so much for walking us through all of that, Robert. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Catherine Ellen Foley. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.